Welcome to the Healing Courageously podcast, where we engage in open, honest, and healthy conversations about everything from addiction, abuse, and recovery, to marriage, family, and spirituality. We hope you find this podcast helpful. Our goal is that you will find a new way of living as you look closer at yourself in these areas of your life, which will lead to a new and happier and healthier you. Now, here's your host, Randy Boyd. Well, welcome to this episode of Healing Courageously. So I'm getting better at that. You are welcome getting good. I think that's healing courageously, right? That did sound like you don't like the Mickey Mouse thing. I no, think. it doesn't sound why. Well, maybe we ought to do a survey. Oh, that would be an interesting yeah, survey. A survey. They like this to spell this or the <laughs> Mickey Mouse type. Yeah, yeah I, we'll, I, we'll, I'll put that together for you, sir. <laughs> yeah. Well, this month is March. Yes. The month of miracles. March, right. mir- March, March miracles. miracles, right? That's- we have March Madness, and the Healing Courageously yeah, podcast has March miracles. Yeah, March, March Madness in the South all the time. Yeah, so, that's right. Yeah, you created, not me. So, hey, hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, so this is our second, second episode, week. Second, yeah, week, second week, yeah, second week of it. And uh, last week we had Alina. We did. Right? We yeah, had Alina. Alina sharing her her miracle right, that's happened right. in her life, and this week. We get the honor and the privilege of inviting Ramona to yeah. join us. So Ramona, welcome to the Healing Courageously podcast. Well, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Mona has a little miracle. Not a little. It's a big miracle. Yeah, miracles, miracles are miracles. Miracles I mean, are small. Miracles are big. Before we but, let, but, miracles, uh, let, miracle, let Ramona start on that, why don't you share a well, little bit about the miracles yeah. that we talk about? Yeah, 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 yeah. This is, this is really important because... What happens is when people hear about miracles, and again, I talk in general terms, so I know that it's not everybody that thinks this was it. They're waiting for that burning bush miracle. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people are just wait for that. I prayed, I prayed that you know my husband would, would be cured of cancer, but he died instead. Well, maybe he was cured in heaven, so you you know he no longer had yeah. to suffer, right? Or I prayed for for my son or my daughter, and and they were in a tragic accident, or or so, and it's like. That's the kind of miracles I think a lot of people are expecting that God can do. Now, he right. can do those. Right? But in my AA meetings, when I used to go all the time, back in the, the coffee lady, uh, I can't say her name for anonymity, but um, she, every, at the end of every meeting, she would say, keep coming back until the miracle happens. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. But what kind of miracle is she talking about? And if you think about it, Miracles happen in your life the minute you wake up in the morning. Yeah, every day. Every day. Yeah. That's a miracle. The morning that you wake up, right? If you, I'm going doing some uh, mental health coach uh, studies right now to become a mental health coach. If you were a person that was thinking of suicide, somebody intervened, Mm. right? And you didn't, it was a miracle that you woke up the next day. It's not to say that the pain that you had is not going to go no, away. No, not minimizing. It's not minimizing, but the miracle happened. The miracle is that I didn't commit suicide yesterday, right? And yes, I'm in pain, but I'm here to work on that pain one more day. Mm, that's good. Right? So I think people have to look for the little tiny miracles in life as well as, as the big ones. And right. You know, Ramona's her 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 story is one that it was a good big miracle. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah. like, wow, you know. So, anyways, look, don't don't always look for the big miracles. 
right? I mean, I mean the, yeah, yeah the don't look miracles. for the big miracles. I've got right? myself backwards. <laughs> if, if you're if you're a recovering alcoholic or drug addict and, and you don't drink, that's a miracle. That's beautiful. Right? If, if, if you don't use, that's a miracle. Yeah. If you don't watch yeah. pornography for a day, that's a miracle. Yeah, every right? day. I don't think people don't get it, right? That miracles happen every day in our life. Yeah, that's beautiful. So just a great reminder that a reminder that we do have miracles happening. We just have to be open to receive them. Right. So today, Ramona's going to share her experience and her miracle um, with her sister. So Ramona, why don't you start out by just telling us, um, kind of starting in your story and on uh, what happened, and we'll kind of go from there and let the uh, Holy Spirit guide us with our thoughts. Okay. Um, well, again, thank you for having me on. Um, yeah, so my sister, um, she was taking a shower, and all of a sudden, she saw that there was blood everywhere and she didn't know where it was coming from she thought maybe she had a cut or something and then realized all of a sudden it was coming out of her nose her ears her mouth um we didn't know it at the time but uh, she had a aneurysm on one of her veins on her liver and i guess that burst open and so that's where all the blood was coming from um so anyway she was bleeding from everywhere and was able to um you know, she started feeling faint and thought, oh, my God, somebody, you know, nobody will find me here in the shower or whatnot. So she crawled out of the shower, crawled out of her house and went out. To, she lived in the two-story building with apartments and went out. And her son lives in the same complex. And his friend just happened to pull up right at that time when she was, you know, there at the balcony saying, help, help. You know, I think I'm dying. I think I'm dying because there was just blood just gushing everywhere. Um, and then um, he ran upstairs, assessed what was going on, and they called the ambulance right away. And uh, thank God that she just lived like two blocks from a fire station. Mm -hmm. And so they got there immediately, rushed her to the hospital, to Eisenhower Hospital, the local hospital here. So um, the family just started gathering. And so me and my oldest brother, we went into, you know, find out from the doctor what's happening. And we walked in, she was uh, hooked up to like all these machines. And then the doctor basically says, um, well, you know, your sister, some of her organs are failing. Usually when one person has like one organ failing, that's not good. If they have two, that's not good. Well, your sister, she has four of her organs have started failing. And so she's basically hooked up to all these machines. And so she's not, she's not going to make it. And told us, you know, we needed to go tell any other family members. And we had about 20 people by that time had gathered at the hospital. Wow. Um, so I remember me and my brother just being in shock and like, okay, I guess let's go tell the family what the doctor said. And so as we were telling the doctor, of course, different families started crying and no, what's happening. And I just felt in my spirit all of a sudden that the Lord said, start praying now. And it wasn't like one of those where get everybody gathered in a circle and start praying. It was like just welled up in me with a lot of um, like now and with with authority. Mm. So then we, we just I just said, we just got to start praying, you know. And so we just all started praying in Jesus name and, you know, that her organs would start functioning and, you know, what whatever else we were praying and praying. And I remember at one point I looked up and people in the hospital were looking at us. And I remember 
feeling like, oh my gosh, maybe we're going to get in trouble and we're not supposed to be making all this noise. After all, this is the emergency room. I didn't know what was happening, but I just felt in my spirit, no, just keep going. And within the hour, the doctor came out and said, I don't know what's happening. He might've even used the word miracle. I don't remember, but he said, your sister's organ, one of her organs just started functioning. Wow. And then he came back later. And before you know it, by the end of the night, all of her organs had started functioning, but they still had her there at the ICU just to keep an eye on her and everything. And she was there for a couple of days and then they transferred her over to another hospital. And there, I guess her kidneys were acting up. So they started her on dialysis. And I remember one of my sisters saying, hey, can you come and sit with her? Because, you know, she's been doing a lot of crying. I guess the dialysis is really painful. So I remember going and seeing her and feeling like, what? Wait a minute. This something's not right. Like, God, I don't think you did half a miracle for her to now have to live on dialysis. So I just felt in my spirit again to start praying for her. So started praying for her again. And you know, like, no, Lord, your miracle's not done. I believe that, you know, you're going to heal her 100%. And then within the next day or so, they went on to tell her she didn't need dialysis anymore. Wow. So I think it was a true miracle because a few days before that, they basically told her she'd probably have to have it for the rest of her life. And then that happened. So, yeah, so it was pretty amazing that to this day, she's healthy. She does go once a year to get all that checked. Yeah, but um, she's fine. Yeah, so you know it's interesting just listening to this because we've talked about this a little bit ahead of time before we before we uh, recorded, and as I'm listening to you, I'm making notes. One, two, three, four. I'm hearing a miracle upon miracle upon this big miracle, and the first miracle I heard in this was um, that she crawled to the door and hollered for help, and her son's friend was there. That's miracle number one right there. There yes. was nobody there. Mm -hmm. um, and then the, the fact that the fire station was just a couple blocks away. That's another beautiful mm -hmm. thing. And then I hear, you know, pray now, you know, and things start working, functioning, organs mm -hmm. start coming to life again. And then the last one I hear is, you know, her kidneys, she'd have to be on dialysis. And within a few days, she no longer had to be on dialysis. So it's it's a beautiful thing when we can see well, these miracles within miracles happening, and that's I heard it so differently this time. Yeah. It was beautiful. Well, it's a testimony of faith, is what it is. Yeah. It's that you just, you know, so many people hear that voice, but they won't they won't be obedient. To they it. won't act on it. They yeah. won't act on it. And they, they get that thing. Ah, man, what what good is prayer going to do? It's already too late. Whatever. I mean, not all people, but you know, some people will, will act that way. Well, well you were just you immediately. Just immediately a, yeah. a reading you didn't even hesitate right you know and, and with even with all those people around you and a lot of people all these people looking at us you know and it's like yeah, yeah no it's, it's not yeah that's just to me that's an example like you say of obedience i think sometimes it's very easy when our emotions take over that we forget we have a source greater than that emotion we're feeling and yes. you just pulled that emotion away and pulled Jesus right into the situation and that's a true testimony of not only your obedience but the spirit that's living within you and I think that's such a beautiful thing um, because I know sometimes I, I have to think 
prayer should be our first thing we go to in those situations, but sometimes our emotions take over. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I love the fact that you didn't even hesitate. And then when you look up and you see all these people, the first instinct is your flesh comes out. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, we're in trouble. <laughs> when I see, you know, I can look at that now and I think what a beautiful thing that you were teaching and showing the people in the room, whether you, you know, fear took over or flesh took over and, you know, your thought, your, you know, went back to that that thinking that so easily we fall back to. Well, it's 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 also too when the doctor comes out and you know, I I don't understand. Yeah, you know, I love that. yes. I mean, I just reflect back on, on me for a minute. Mm -hmm. You know, to nineteen seventy four, right when I was on a motorcycle accident and pretty much I, I I did die and came back, right? Mm -hmm. But the doctors told my the pastor of our church, get his mom's stepdad. Tell him to tell him goodbye because we're we're gonna wheel him into surgery, but there's no chance he's gonna come out alive. Wow. And, and the doctors did say we had nothing to do with Randy's survival. It was a miracle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, when you when you have doctors saying that, yes, it, it's really like that that's a, a testament in itself right mm -hmm. there. Yes. You know. I have a I have a question though. I'm thinking about it. You know, you said you had about 20 family and, and friends that were there. Um, and you said we have to pray now. Were all of them believers? Yes. Oh, good. Yeah. Because My whole family is. That's beautiful. Yeah. And so they didn't hesitate to jump on that with you. Um, no, they didn't. No, it was it was pretty cool that everybody just you can just hear a lot of voices going on. Oh. And, um, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, and uh, it was, and I really felt like it was an out of body experience for me as well. Because just the the whole let's pray now and then just jump right into it isn't something I normally would have done either. Um, and although that should be the first thing we do in all you know all situations. So it was definitely it was the Holy Spirit kind of taking over from there. Uh, um, just and it's, your, it's your obedience to God and in your belief and your faith. You know that. Yes. You know, that, that, which speaks volumes for you mm -hmm. and and your sister is good today correct or she goes yes. to year four checkup which would be normal right yes but other than yeah. that she's like rocking and rolling and ready to dance and party exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's she's great. good yeah and that's even that in itself is like wow yeah you know it, it's not it's all these little miracles lead again to this big miracle of she's living a life right now right that, Yes. You know, with no hindrance other than, you know, once a year going for a checkup. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Cause not too many people can say they, they went through that and still be okay. Right. Right. Yeah. right. Exactly. How, um, I'm just curious, you said your, your whole family is a believer. How is her faith different today than Good it might've been before that? Good question. Um, I think she just knows that something special happened and uh she's like not boastful or anything like that but just knows that it was all god and there was no question about it so um you know she, she takes care of her disabled son and and that was another reason we were like lord she can't be gone now you know her son needs her kind of thing so right. it's just a miracle all the way around that she's right. still able to be here for him right. and and he knows that he has a second chance with her as well right. and uh so, yeah, I think that, you know, that's another beautiful testament to the miracles of humbleness that, you know, we we must remain humble in these situations. Yet 
boastful in sharing the work of God in our lives. Exactly. And, uh, you know, that's what I'm taking away from that is, you know, she's remained humble, but yet has placed value on her life um, based upon the fact, the work that God has done in, right, in exactly. and through her right. as well. That's beautiful. Right. Yes. Um, if you, uh, one of the questions I have here, I don't know if you have any off the top of your no. head, but one of the questions I wrote down was, what would you tell people that may be struggling with belief or faith? You know, you've experienced this and, you know, we all attend church and, you know, we know what that's supposed to look like, but there are people even in the church and outside the church that struggle with belief or faith. How, right. how what would you tell them? Um, just to, you know, keep your eyes on the Lord, you know, even if the miracle doesn't happen, mm -hmm. um, I was, I've been struggling with some stuff lately and, um, I was watching a episode on a TV show that's happening and I wasn't expecting anything to come other than that I was watching this. And all of a sudden it was the scene where, um, Peter wants to, you know, they're in the boat in the storm. And they see Jesus, you know, standing on water and, you know, Simon Peter's like, hey, call me out, call me out. And um, he steps out. But then once he starts looking at the storm, then he starts to sink. And I felt like in that moment, the Lord spoke to me and said, stop looking at the storm. Keep your eyes on me. Mm. I'm going to heal your family. I'm going to heal this, da, da, da. And I think we forget that. You know, we have our faith. We trust God. We know we've prayed. But then on the back of my our mind, we're still lingering. What's going on? What's happening? I haven't seen anything. Yeah. And he really does work behind the scenes. And we just have to trust that that's what's happening. Mm. Um, and he hasn't forgotten you. That, 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 that's a great analogy right, right there and a great, a great way to look at it. And, you know, Ramona, with one that's had several big miracles in my life as well, you know, when we're going through them, it's like, I've got to the point where I know people are praying for me and it's God's will and we get through it and we understand that God created, God could um, perform this big miracle in our life and in all likelihood, a lot of people wouldn't have made it through what we made it through. And we go through, I went through this stage of like being grateful for every day, but what happens, what, what I see happening far too often is as time goes by, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of forget about the, those big miracles. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about myself, those big miracles that happen. So, you know, a lot of people say, well, I don't like to look back in the past. Well, I understand that. And we don't want to look back in the past and stay stuck in a quagmire of victims or whatever that was. But it's really important. And people we work with, I tell them the same thing. Look back where you came from. Look how far you've come. Look mm -hmm. back. You, if you say God's not answering your prayers, look back at all the prayers that have been answered. Look back at the small miracles that have happened in your mm -hmm. life. Yes. Because it's too easy to forget about. So it's a, it's a good thing that, yeah, we have to look back. And sometimes we got to stare and really look at that miracle that might have happened. What about this time? You know, work, working with, uh, with people that are addicted and stuff, it's like, well, where was God when I got pulled over for a DUI? He was sitting right next to mm -hmm. you, right? <laughs> because maybe you'd have gone, he, he had you pulled over because maybe a block away, you were going to run into a car full of kids and, and a whole family, and you would have killed them all, right? Yes. So we have to look at everything. We don't have to do nothing, but 
um, look it's at stuff. Important. It's important to look back and say, okay, mm -hmm. that's why I'm here. Right? Yes. God, God was actually there. Yeah, I got a DUI. It was my fault. I shouldn't have been drinking. Maybe it was a wake-up call. Mm -hmm. right? We just got to look at everything. I, I feel we got to look at everything in yeah. our life at times. Yeah, I think sometimes, too, it's easy to, you know, want it right away too that's mm -hmm. another thing is so you know i've learned yeah. that patience is so important because it is yes. well it is his timing um not mine and you know there's reasons for all of that we don't always see in those moments so i think that's just a great reminder too is that you know if you're struggling keep moving forward don't yes. don't get stuck where you are and even in in the look back and the look over your shoulder just look back and see where you've come from but don't go back there right. and stay there and i think that's right key to that too so I, I i think that you know when people struggle it's because we're i know for myself if I, when i've been in a place of struggle it's because i've inserted my own will in that situation or circumstance mm -hmm. and now i am the one that's spinning and not and doubting and questioning where if i just let god do the work right he sit back and watch it happen you know well, right and, and i and i see too ramon that would have been really easy when all of a sudden your sister's on dialysis mm -hmm. to go Oh, come on, really? Yeah. But you didn't. You said, God, mm -mm. you didn't bring her this far for this to happen. Like, no, no, no. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I was like. I mean, you talked to him, said, come on, God. <laughs> you, you know, you didn't. And all of a sudden, he, again, he answered your prayer. I, I think sometimes, we know that God doesn't test us, but sometimes it is a test of our faith, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. he performed this miracle, but I got more to perform. You, you just got to call me on it, right yeah. i mean right but yeah. it doesn't happen like that to everybody and i think i think that's what everybody needs to hear is that it's not going to happen to everybody like like it happened to your sister or right. like it's happened to me in the past it, it, it's it, i think you know when jesus was in the garden of gethsemane on his knees and he said father if it's your, if it's your will take yeah. this cup from me but your will yeah. be done not mine mm -hmm. we forget that in our prayers mm -hmm. we're praying yeah. that god do this do this do this but and like in recovery, you learn to say, but thy will be done, not mine. Mm -hmm. yeah. right? I think people feel yes. that. Yeah. You know, one of the other things I was just reflecting and listening, yeah. um, you took authority. I think a lot of us forget that we have that authority in us, that we have been given the authority. Yes. And so instead of just sitting back and waiting for somebody else to say, let's pray, you took authority. Um mm -hmm. And, and didn't even question yourself. And, right. that, you know, I think that's a, a great reminder how important it is that in our circumstances, even if it's not a, a dire circumstance that you went through with your sister, we have the authority yes. to, to pray. We have the authority to ask for these things. And so yeah. I think that's really important to be reminded of that too, how important authority in prayer um, is in our walk. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. That is great. Well, Ramona, this has been beautiful. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Is there, is there anything you want to add or is there anything you wish we would have asked you or anything we wish we would have talked about with you? Um, no, just to reiterate what Pastor Kathy said about, um, you know, just keep going forward because a lot of times we feel like nothing's happening, but he really is working behind the scenes and everything is, is in his timing. And, um, just be um, use discernment 
for all your thoughts that come into your mind because it could be God talking to us instead of just like, oh, what a coincidence. Well, Mm -hmm. I don't think there's such thing as a coincidence, either the enemy speaking to you or the Lord speaking to you. And you have to decipher who that is. Yeah. um, Early on when we used to do a prayer prayer meeting when in his recovery, it was like in my first experience of, of sitting and listening for God, I would say, God, is that you? Or is that me? <laughs> and it wasn't until we came back into the circle that I would hear God speaking to me through these other people. And so that's yeah. the other beauty of that too. It's just being open and aware that yes, he, he will speak. We just have to be open right. to receive. Right. So to see where it's coming from. Yeah. 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 yeah that's that's good. So Ramona, yeah. I am so grateful that your sister is doing well. I'm so Thank grateful. Thank you. You were the one leading with authority in that situation because I know that sometimes. Like I said, I have to remember that I have that authority and I have that power that's been given to me to speak God's truth and God's promises over the situation mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. You control of that, which is a beautiful thing right there. So thank, thank you, you again for joining us. Um, You're welcome. Very, very grateful for you yes. and uh, yes. just honored to be able to, to listen to your sister's story and how she came out on the other side and how you were involved in the midst of all of that. So it was a very, very beautiful opportunity to have that conversation. So thank you again. Okay. Well, thank you so much for having me. And it was a pleasure. Yeah. So hang loose for a little bit. We got a couple of little closing things that we've got. Okay. Sure. So in the month of March, as we uh, are in the middle of March now, we have our call to action, which we do every month. And our call to action this month is a freebie. Everybody likes freebies, right? So this month we are giving away Randy's seven-day challenge workbook. Um, All you have to do, there it is, is you go to the changeyourlifestorynow.com website. Um, There will be a link. You just click on that link that tells you... um, where, you know, to get the book here, you'll go in, you'll fill out the information and there's a little box that you'll, you need to click. It says, click the box to receive your promo material. If you click that box, we will email you in a PDF format, the seven day challenge workbook. So changeyourlifestorynow.com is where you'll find it. We are also continuing on the 30 minute coaching consultation. And that is also, you can uh, get your information on changeyourlifestorynow.com. Go again to the content uh, contact page and we will reach out to you to schedule your free 30 minute coaching consultation. And it can be on anything. It can be on a struggle you're dealing with family members. It can be a struggle you're dealing yourself in your work environment. It could be a marriage situation. It could be a dating situation. It could be trauma, addiction, abuse, whatever it is. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. We're here to help and soon to be certified for mental Mm -hmm. health. First responder mental health. Yeah, so that'll be another addition that you'll be able to help with. And then my final call is for donations. Um, As you know, Courageous Healers Foundation is our nonprofit foundation that was established several years ago. Um, This foundation is gives us the opportunity um, as an outreach to help men, women, and families um, work through and heal through the scars of trauma, whether it's abuse marriage um it doesn't really matter but we know there are people that are hurting and soon to be the mental health and um so we we strive strictly on donations so if you have it in your heart and you have the availability and the means to make a donation you can go to um courageoushealers.org 
and make your donation. You can set up if you are available to do a monthly donation, a one-time donation. Um, we just ask that you any amount, any amount. Yeah. yeah, it could be a dollar, it could be twenty dollars, it could be a hundred dollars. We'll be a hundred thousand dollars. It could be a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> but we uh, we run solely on that, and your donations go towards helping people that have little to no um, funds available to help I, I, in their journey. I think last year we helped over a hundred people. Yeah, and mm -hmm. so that just just tells us, and these hundred people, it could be maybe two or three sessions, it might be multiple sessions, but the fact that we need to help people that's been our call that's been on right. our hearts to to help guide people through that because we know that there's healing on that right. and randy has a is a prime example of that healing so if uh, financial is not your your uh way of means right now just keep us in prayer as yeah. well that uh, the foundation will continue to run and operate as it has been and um so we can continue to help others yes and then you Please. have to close yeah. with our books huh so all these books can be found on Amazon. Um, the first one, Healing the Wounded Child Within, number one international bestseller. It's paperback, Kindle, and Audible. Okay. And that book is now been released in Spanish. Do you speak Spanish? Yes, I do. Okay. I love when the okay, I love when the Spanish okay. words come out. You speak it. Can you read it? Uh let's see. Sanad last heridas del niño interior beautiful yes i love that i try to use my spanish lingo in it I, I don't it. use it that much so it's, no, a little it's all right that's beautiful it's available in paperback and and uh kindle mm -hmm. all right you got our nice. 30-day devotional to wholeness which is a great uh devotional for yourself or actually we had our couple's do it yep. as an assignment. They read it every night for 30 days together. And there's three contemplative questions that they answered at the end. And they all got a lot out of it. Yeah, so it's a great it's a, tool. That's in paperback, I believe, in Kindle also. And then, of course, you got the seven-day challenge workbook, which you can get for free, free. by going and signing up uh, on Change Your Life Story now. Or you can get it on Amazon in paperback. But no need to pay for it if you sign up. That's right. <laughs> so another thing uh, on our podcast, please oh, yes. like, uh, follow, right, and share. And even, I believe there's a subscribe button that I'm putting on there and subscribe. Yes. Um, it's, a, it's a way for us to monetize. Uh, we just got information today that they're going to cut off our monetization because we don't have enough followers. So we're trying to get at least 100 followers, which I'm hoping we can get here. We're going we're to push 100 followers by the end of March. Dang. We're going to go for it. So let's do it together. <laughs> All right. So anyways, we hope you enjoyed this this, this episode with uh, with with Ramona and her star story. It was a great story. Yes, Thanks beautiful. again, Ramona. Thank you for having me. And being here. Um, so is that all you got? That's all I got. All right. You done, you done talking, Chatty Kathy? Yeah, I'm yeah. Okay. <laughs> so remember, Milk tells you they love you today. Randy does. Kathy does. But more importantly, God, God does. does. Be blessed, Be everybody. Blessed. Have a great week. Awesome. Thank you. This has been Healing Courageously with Randy Boyd. We will have a new episode every Monday. Please like us on iTunes or Google Play. If you would like to know more about the services available from Randy, please visit him at changeyourlifestorynow.com. 
Thank you for spending time with us. We'll see you next week. And remember, if nobody tells you they love you today, Randy does. <laughs>